0: Four or five seconds from while in We got three more days till Friday Yeah, no, I uh... Keep I'm
1: going, I'm gonna use that It'll be like the clip before the intro starts
0: <laughs> I was trying to make it my Monday morning, I swear I wish somebody would tell me That's all I want Tired So tired Over tired you're listening to Overtired with Brett Terpstra and Christina Warren. Skipping the long, elongated intro today, you know, the from Swift to Taylor Swift from Taylor Swift. Oh, OCC don't, don't stop C. on my account. Well, no, I mean, I was, I was going to say skipping it while I also still did it. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Christina Warren, and uh, how are you doing, Brett?
1: I am. Uh, can I tell you, can, as, as always, can I tell you my psychological state?
0: Yes, because this is genuinely, like, one of, like, the running themes of our show, is, is Brett's it, it psychological is state. It is the Christina's, one
1: consistency.
0: Uh, my, my psychological state is a consistent thing, too, but, uh, but let's talk about <laughs> yours right now. So, what, what's going on?
1: So, I think, I think last time we talked, they had uh, agreed that I should stop taking all amphetamines, right?
0: Right, and, so and you were like, oh, I feel good.
1: I, I did feel good, but I was having, like, periods of very lethargic, like, sleeping all day. Yeah, Which I mean, I've never done before.
0: Well, I mean, now your body's not on amphetamines for the first time right. in, in probably like 20 years, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, And uh, and so they put me on this Stratera stuff.
0: Right. Which I've, I've heard mixed things about. A friend of mine, I'm not going to name this friend because that would be wrong of me. Um, doctors are are talking about putting them on it. Um, and a friend asked if I had any experience. And I was like, I do not. So... Tell me your experience.
1: My experience is absolutely nothing. Like, I don't think it does anything because the good days I've had have been as ADD as I've ever been in my life. I don't think I don't know if I'm immune to non-amphetamine solutions, but um, I was told I should try uh, looking into Concerta.
0: Yeah, I've heard good things about Concerta. Yeah,
1: everyone who, who mentioned it said it was the only thing that worked for them. Uh, and these were people who couldn't even, like, work on Adderall and stuff. Right. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to bring that up. I, I think I've given it three weeks, the Stratera, and the next phase would be to increase the dosage. And I just don't feel like it's worth it because, oh, my God, I am three weeks behind on multiple extremely important projects that my income depend on.
0: Right, and 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 like when you know that that's the case, and you still are behind, like that means, yeah, it's stuff's not working.
1: I mean, I seriously, if I knew where to get illicit amphetamines these days, I'm desperate enough to go do that. I need to work. Right, but I can talk. We can talk.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we can talk. Um, I don't know where you can get illicit stuff. Uh, I'm not either. asking. I, no I, s- I know I was, I was I was gonna say there used to be a website <laughs> for this stuff it's called uh, I think it was called you know Um. um
1: what you
0: call it see now I'm like having brain farts.
1: see back in my day we used uh, what are they uh, intersections corners street right. corners street corners yeah but I live in a small town now and we don't have that many
0: I was gonna say Silk Road street would a possibility but I think that you know you have to go to the basically.
1: trailer parks now
0: yeah, but isn't the trailer park just gonna be meth?
1: Pretty much, but all I said was illicit amphetamines. So yeah, that I know, pretty but you much... don't want.
0: Yeah, I know, but you don't want meth. You want like, I mean, you want like Dexter, and you want Adderall. You want you know speed. You oh, I don't bet you actually... I could just.
1: Oh, high school's out, isn't it?
0: Yeah, actually, but it's about to start up again.
1: All right, perfect. Oh, there is a big college population in town here too.
0: Oh well, then there you go. I mean, college. Look, you can probably get some provincial from some college kids. I mean, you know. Do you it's think all they? The...
1: Uh, do you think they take Bitcoin? Just kidding.
0: I don't know if they take Bitcoin. <laughs> you know they will take though. They'll take Venmo, and then you can pay with like an emoji. And if you're funny about it, you could like just like have like an emoji of some guy getting high.
1: Or I could just tell them I'll do it for word of mouth. <sighs> I'll, I'll tell everyone about them. I'll
0: tell everybody about this. No, I'm serious though. You could probably pay for your drugs through emoji. I mean through through Venmo. I bet I bet I would be. Sh- I'm actually thinking that I would. I would imagine that. A humongous amount of, of college drug money is now being like funneled through Venmo.
1: It, I, I Venmo is like the one I haven't used yet. I is it love good? Venmo;
0: it's really good. So what's great about it is that it connects really well with Facebook. I,
1: let me let me clarify that it's the one I haven't used at all. Not 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 used specifically for the purpose of buying narcotics.
0: Right, right, right. No, no, I understand what you're saying. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, so it's it's similar to to to, to um, and some of the other ones, uh, and, and I guess, like, Square Cash and some of that stuff. What I like about it better, a couple things. One, it ties in with, like, the Facebook graphs. So you can, like, search for someone, and if they're on Facebook or they're your friend, they'll show up. And so that makes it super simple. You don't, like, need to know somebody's phone number or whatever. You can just, like, find their picture and see their thing. And um, it's really fast. Um, I, it's one of those things where, like, I kind of – I don't keep, like, a, a big balance in it. But if I'm sending somebody, like, you know, 5 $10 – you know, like for beer, for what's you know, the drinks. transfer fee? There's no transfer fee. How can that be? Um, if you're using either a debit card or, um, PayPal or, or, um, something like that, there's no transfer fee. Really? Yeah. How it's, does, uh, what is,
1: okay. I've noticed on Facebook when I'm in, uh, Messenger, I think I can yeah. send money. What is that based on?
0: That I think, I actually think, oh, shoot, I don't even know what they're doing that on. It might be a square, it might be, um, they might even be using Venmo. So Venmo was bought by a company called Braintree, and then Braintree was acquired by um, PayPal. Um, but Venmo operates pretty separately from from PayPal. Um, okay. But 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 I like it. I mean, it's one of those things. Literally everybody I know takes it, and it's um, what's funny about it is that you've got like this log, like this activity log of payments, and you can put in like what your payment is for. And a lot of people just put it in emoji. And then what's funny, it's like this weird social network that happens where you can like see what your friends are buying. Like you don't see the amounts, but you see like the, the comments if they decide to make it public, which is very funny because then you'll see people like putting like for, you know, sympathy drinks or for this or that, or some people will put for weed. Like it's really funny. (laughs) Um, and, uh, no, I mean, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I mean like at this point, rather than trying to give somebody cash, I just Venmo them. Hmm. And, um, you know, if it's small amounts of money, then I, if it's like under like 50 bucks or something, I usually just kind of keep it in my account, um, without cashing out. But if you do want to cash out, it cashes out pretty quickly.
1: Does it handle international transfers?
0: Uh, pretty sure it does.
1: I would be curious about that. I've been sending large amounts of money to, um, Nigerian, no, um, (laughs) to Germany and, and, uh, uh, the UK for various services. Um, that sounds shady, but it's not. Yeah, it does. I was um, gonna
0: say this sounds really shady.
1: <laughs> you would be amazed what you can buy from Germany. Um, but uh, I, uh, I, I, there's a, I think seventy five dollars I get charged on a two thousand dollar transfer.
0: That's insane.
1: It's not actually like going going straight through the bank. It's more like one hundred and fifty. Yeah,
0: I understand that, but that's still insane.
1: It does seem like there should be a better way, so I may have to look into some other options. Yeah. I've, I've been using uh, tr- 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 uh, what's it called? Trust transfer transferwise, which is the best one I've found thus far, but it has like a I think one thousand dollar minimum now. Used to be two thousand. Like you, could, if you were transferring less than two thousand, you just couldn't. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I should look into it. I, I tr- international. I guess it's mostly you get charged for the conversion. Like from USD to
0: right, British right, and then, and then it of course depends on like what, what day or like what time they're using the the right. um the exchange ratio. So looking <laughs> wait, at-
1: wait, did you ever see in the blogsmith bundle there was a dollar command? Yes. Like if you hit dollar tab, it it would use APIs to figure out the current trans- transfer rate. See so if you type dollar EUR and then a number and hit tab, it would figure out what that would be in US dollars.
0: I never used that, but that's nobody curious. ever
1: did. It was it was an experiment, but <laughs> I thought it was funny that it was there, and then it would format really uh, format smart. it according to Tuas standard, which is uh, dollars U.S. like dollar forty two space U.S. and so it would always right. fix that because no one actually writes like that.
0: No, so so a Venmo um, is mostly available in the U.S. Um, apparently, you can use it outside of the U.S., but it might not work. But it's, it's free um, if you're using either your bank account or your major debit card. Um, and then if you use a credit card, there's a 3% uh, fee for payment of credit cards and non-major de- debit cards, but receiving money is always free.
1: Nice. So. Sounds like it probably won't be an international solution, but...
0: Not yet, but I mean, you know, they're like I said, they are owned by PayPal, so...
1: And the world is changing. But PayPal's fees, if I transfer internationally, are worse than transfer-wise. Really? Yeah.
0: Because I thought that was the whole thing with PayPal, is that that's how everybody got paid internationally. Because people say, like, oh, PayPal sucks, and it does. But then, like, it's one of the only ways you can, like, send people money if they live in another country. See, I,
1: I understand all the arguments why, why people have been frustrated with PayPal, especially people doing large amounts of business through PayPal. Totally, But... I love PayPal.
0: No, I've had, look, personally, I've had very good experiences with with PayPal. I've just seen enough horror stories to be like, yeah, Yeah. okay. Well, and I don't,
1: has any of that changed, like them freezing large amounts of money?
0: No, which is one of the reasons why if anybody transfers me like more than like $100, I immediately withdraw it.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Like I don't keep anything there. Like I know that some people do, but it's one of those things if you send me 100 bucks, I'm withdraw- I'm withdrawing that stuff like instantly and then paying whatever the fee is because I'm not like going to like risk them, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, well, see, okay, anything. so I use the PayPal's extra Mastercard, which is like a full credit card attached right. to your PayPal account, not a debit card, but I like Five grand credit, whatever on it. And I keep about a thousand in PayPal and then use that credit card for just about everything because it gives me double points on pretty much anything that I buy out in the real world, like gas and groceries and things. I get double yeah. points. And the rewards program has actually treated me really well. And this is the first time in my life that I've had uh, responsible enough credit card usage to actually care about points. So, I basically just use that credit card, then I sit down, like, weekly and just transfer the money from PayPal to cover the credit card balance, keep it at zero, which isn't great for building for, credit it's not score good for
0: building credit but it's good for like you earning points and like mm-hmm. getting value out of it that's awesome
1: yeah i get free stuff i get like hundred dollar gift certificates for amazon and itunes which is where the rest of my money goes right
0: i was gonna say and what's funny <laughs> is that I, I think that actually my itunes like i pay like i have that connected to paypal yeah. And one of the reasons i do that is because that way like if my credit card number changes or whatever like i don't have to go through itunes and change yeah. it it just yeah like,
1: that's another really handy thing about paypal is i can tra- change my card in one place and uh, like because I'll actually use my PayPal debit card on payment sites that want to store my credit card info. And so everything actually is pulling straight from my PayPal account, and I can just add different backup sources to that. That works well for me. It saves a lot of ass pain.:
0: Yeah, PayPal's now a public company.:
1: Yeah, and no longer directly connected to eBay.
0: No, they had to split them apart uh, because of Carl Icahn and some other people who were like, split them apart, it's not worth it. Um,
1: Speaking of split them apart, you ready for an awesome segue?
0: I am ready for an awesome segue.
1: What's with Nicki Minaj and Taylor?
0: (laughs) There was a fight this week. There was a massive, massive Twitter feud. Well, not really. It was mostly media-created.
1: Yes, I, 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 I get a very strong feeling that this was maybe initially just kind of a, an unannoyed tweet, but immediately became something that was had managers involved.
0: Uh yeah, I think eventually. I mean, I think what happened. So the VMA um, nominees, the Video Music Award, MTV Video Music Award nominees, came out this week, and um, Nicki Minaj's uh, Anaconda was only nominated for two and Nicki Minaj was upset that it was not nominated for video of the year or for best choreography. And she made some fair points that it was, you know, a big cultural phenomenon. My argument would be, I think, because it came out so close to like, when like the voting period, like the eligibility period started, that people have just forgotten about the video. Like it was a big deal last year. But I think at this point, like probably the not the people nominating the voters are probably like, yeah, that's so last year, not realizing that, you know, that's kind of part of the point of the, with the awards.
1: The, the people who schedule movie releases uh, as Oscar bait should yeah. definitely get jobs in the music industry.
0: I totally agree because there is like a, there there's a there's a quality to like when you should release your video if you want to get like the most attention and the most. Because
1: Bitch Better Have My Money is going to be screwed next year, too. Yes,
0: it is. We're going to talk about that because, well, actually, it might be screwed. It might not be screwed because that video is so good. I don't know if Bitch Better Have yeah, My Money. Yeah, but a
1: year from now. When, every, when there are like brand new hot videos, will anyone yeah. remember how cool it is?
0: She's naked and they're and, and, and they, they, and covered they tie in up, blood and money. And covered in blood and money. And, 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 <laughs> and they, they put the blonde naked and they like do, t- they do terrible things to her. And they like put like it's an amazing video. Like but, the guy from Hannibal is there. I mean, like. The, side
1: note, side note the blonde never cries
0: no <laughs> she's like out of it and at one point she's like partying with him and kind of yeah. like enjoying it well she's clearly like she so-
1: intoxicated at that point clearly but, but, but she's even like, the points where him. she should be scared she's like okay this is happening
0: well i mean look, i loved it, it me too well like if rihanna comes into my house like i'm about to be leaving like my my, my house <laughs> and it's rihanna and she looks like a badass first of all i'm not asking questions i'm just gonna do whatever the bitch says and then second of all i'm gonna be like well you know what if i've got to be held ransom and my life has to be at danger." I'm glad it's Rihanna and her posse. Yeah. Like, I'm and it was cool with a,
1: that. A very diverse posse as well.
0: A very diverse posse. It even
1: had a goth girl in it.
0: Yeah, it did. I was like, shit, man. Rihanna, like, it gets <laughs> down. Rihanna, like, is an equal opportunity. Like, she's like... Bitch better have my money, and oh my god, I love that video so much. Uh, I love uh, the song. But I love I'll tell you, so much.
1: I have ignored Rihanna for a long time. I just, I didn't give her a second thought because she got lumped in with a lot of other.
0: She's so of her good. Contemporaries.
1: So I went back after that video came out. I was on this like Rihanna high, and I went back, and you know, starting with recent history, like watching yeah. the video for uh, American Oxygen. Yeah, blew me away. Like that. That was. Part you know that that was simultaneous with some of Britney Spears and Madonna's worst work ever, mm-hmm. and meanwhile there's American Oxygen kind of in the background of the back of the forefront I should say yeah it wasn't like it was underground by any means but it, the the song if you hear it on the radio it sounds like maybe a hard luck story but then when you see it with the video with all of like the great. Uh, kind of conflicts, tragedies, and successes of America, all like in short video clips, it changes the context of the song a lot. And I found it amazing. I was in love with it. And then from there, I went back further and back further. And Rihanna is very awesome. Very awesome.
0: No, she is. Um, I really like the, uh, the, the Kanye, um, Paul McCartney song that she did four or five seconds yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. I really like that.
1: There are so many parody videos of that.
0: There are, but I thought, not a, I, like in I, I, a mean
1: I, way, though. Like it no, was clearly a, a video that affected a lot of people. Well,
0: it was so white, but I, I loved like her, her, um, you know, uh, I, I loved like that they didn't try to lighten her, you know, that they kept her dark. And I loved her blue jeans, like or her, you know, her jean like dress and everything, the jackets. I love the whole thing.
1: Um, oh, yeah, but I she's uh, she she's kind of she's a throwback to to me like some of the 80s early female pop stars where they actually did seem like talented people that got thrown into a shark tank.
0: Yeah, but you know what's interesting about her is that she is freaking fought in that shark tank. Like, she is like... like if you listen to like Pond, um, Ponda Replay, right? Like one of her, her first big hits, SOS, like it's like one of those, like, just typical pop songs, right? She wasn't really anything that special, and it was, it was really, you know, kind of like, um, she's from Barbados, right? Like, really kind of playing up that aspect. And then when she started doing, I guess, you know, Umbrella was the first really big thing, but like when she started, you know, doing other stuff, it's like, oh, she's hardcore, like, she's a legit, like, superstar and she's a badass and she's amazing and her collaboration work is really good and like everybody instantly wanted to work with her and and she's awesome
1: agreed you know do you listen to m.i.a at all
0: um i haven't in a long time but i used to
1: i would love to go to a show with m.i.a and rihanna as a doubleheader.
0: that would be that would be insane
1: that yes or or even a collaboration between those two For anyone who doesn't know, M.I.A. is...
0: Paper Planes. uh,
1: Yeah, Paper Planes and $20. Those two songs... Like, uh, Paper Planes samples The Clashes straight to hell. And I guess most people don't recognize that as quickly as I did. I had to play them side by side for my wife. She's like, oh man, that is literally a direct sample. But she does such good things with it. Um, She's kind of a rapper, I guess. Yeah. Um, A rapper in a very... I don't know, it's different. I I don't know how to explain it, but but $20 is, like, if I were ever again to go to a strip club, and it, it you know, it could happen. My wife doesn't care, but let's not get into that. If I were ever to go again, that's the song I would want to see someone dance to. It has the greatest beat, but then the lyrics are so antithetical to the idea of, like, um, <laughs> basically commod- commoditization of women and sex and uh it would be very amusing to see especially i would like to see the type of girl that would choose that song because last time i ever went to a strip club they were dancing to the the girl that i ended up we'll say hanging out with um was uh she danced to closer by Nanish nails and this was shortly after it had come out and to me, nice. that, was, that was the ideal, that was a wonderful strip club song.
0: So it's interesting you mentioned that, because I saw Magic Mike XXL on Thursday. Fantastic movie, ladies. And, and I mean, it is a movie for the ladies. Like, even gay men, I think, like, might, they'll enjoy the eye candy, but it really is a movie for women. And, like, the whole thing was very much made. It's kind of a, it's a weird female empowerment film.
1: I'm actually sad to hear that. Because I've I mean, very much really been good. looking forward to it and been disappointed by the reviews, but still planning to see it.
0: No, you'll still enjoy it. It's still a fun movie. I'm just saying that very many aspects are really, like, tilted towards, like, the, the female experience. in the way
1: the first one was, though, because I like the way the first one did it. And it was smart. It was funny. And I actually enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to.
0: You know, you'll still like it. I'm just saying that, that, that a lot of it is, is especially I think for in the theater experience. I think on home video, I think it'll be a little bit different. But in the theater, it was definitely one of those things where I would say 90 percent of our theater was, was women. And we went on a Thursday <laughs> at eight o'clock, not expecting anybody to be there. And the theater was packed. This is three weeks after it's come out. The theater was packed. It was crazy. um, And the whole audience was really getting into it. But anyway, during the, the, the final sequence where they, they kind of, you know, they're, they're at this big stripper convention. And each guy kind of has their moment before the big finale where Channing Tatum and um, this guy, Twitch Boss, who he was. Is this a, dan- a
1: spoiler alert?
0: Um. No, not really. Because
1: um, I've seen Step Up. I know Twitch. But yeah,
0: yeah. Well, okay. So you know Twitch because <laughs> he was on. So you think you can dance? He was on. So you think you can dance? Yeah. So, but but anyway, Twitch is in this. Anyway, um, Joe Mangello's character at one point starts dancing to Closer, and I was like, I was going crazy. <laughs> so, so it's funny that you mentioned that because Joe Mangello's character uh, dances to Closer. No, the, the movie is really It is kind of the good. ideal
1: strip. strip it, it really song. is,
0: especially the scene. I'm not going to describe the, the scene at all. But no, but it was really good. What's actually really interesting was, and Elizabeth Banks has a small cameo in it, um, is that watching it reminded me a lot of Pitch Perfect 2. Which I wanted to like a lot more than I did. Yeah, I think that. I
1: saw such bad reviews, I haven't bothered yet.
0: Yeah. uh, Because I love Pitch Perfect One. Let me just be clear about that. Yeah, Yeah, same. I love it too, it's so good. It's disappointing because it's like they just followed the same kind of formula as the first one and they brought a new character it just it didn't work as well and I wanted to like it so much. And there are parts of it that are enjoyable. It just it didn't have that oomph. And I saw it like, you know, at a premiere, you know, at CinemaCon and I really wanted to like I think that I convinced myself I liked it more than I did, but then the more I thought about it I was like no. But what really kind of made me realize was watching Magic Mike XXL because story wise the two are Almost, ident- almost identical you know they had the same sort of plot uh, theme which same is, formula same formula which is you know um you know people kind of go- getting together for one last hurrah you know one last <laughs> you know trip at the top you know a big competition thing it's a road trip movie ending in a culmination of you know uh in one case you know dancing to to music in another case dancing to a cappella music and they're both filmed in Georgia predominantly for tax credits and um you know and it and it's reuniting characters that you learned from first films and introducing some newer ones and I, I, I the very very similar you know plots but it's interesting because magic mike it xxl works completely like it totally works and it's a great sequel and i can't wait to see it again and <laughs> pitch perfect 2 fell flat yeah um which is disappointing but but it's funny because they're fundamentally it's like the same movie but like one executed that the sequel really well and one didn't and it's a shame the pitch perfect didn't do better but it was one of those interesting things made me think about it because elizabeth banks had a small part in magic mike xxl and uh it was just no i mean it was a really fun movie i, I saw it with my friends uh, heidi and Allie and we had a blast and everybody in the theater had a blast and channing tatum i love and like it just it had so many good dance sequences and just it was good you know it was just a fun movie which uh which is good, and I mean, and, and just because it is, it's geared more towards the ladies, doesn't mean the dudes can't enjoy it. Your wife will love it. Like it's just, it's a freaking fun movie.
1: That sounds good enough for me. I, like I said, I was gonna go see it anyway because yeah. I think the first one was so good. Some, well, it was so good in relation to my expectations of yes, it. Yes,
0: it was, but it was also just not a bad movie. I mean, so I mean, it was just you were not. I was not expecting it to be what it was, but it, it's it worked. It was like yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm I'm just saying I'm not gonna lump it in with like apocalypse now.
0: Oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> but but it was it was fun in a way that I wasn't kind of expecting. It was funny because that summer was that was the summer of Ted, the original Pitch Perfect, Magic Mike were all that summer, and they were all these surprises. And it's funny because yeah, Pitch Perfect and Magic Mike came out. The same summer. The sequels come out the same summer and, and it's it's I'm sad that Pitch Perfect Two didn't uh, didn't work as well. Yet they've already greenlit a Pitch Perfect Three. I think Rebel Wilson Wilson's the only is one who's signed Ken- on. Okay,
1: I was gonna say Anna Kendrick needs to she does, go back to doing really good movies.
0: Well I'm worried
1: that she's going to become a sequel star now.
0: No, I don't think so. I think that what happened was she was probably contractually obligated to some in some sense to, to do the second one. I think the third one, I think she personally will be done because a lot of the movie felt like she was phoning some aspects of it in. She did, did a fine her job. Did you the musical one?
1: The forest one?
0: Oh, um, uh, the Stephen Sondheim um, in Into the Woods. No, I didn't.
1: I didn't either. I kind of don't want to. Um, I,
0: I mean, I like Into the Woods and I like Stephen Sondheim and I like uh You know Meryl Streep And I like Emily um, Blunt Mm -hmm. Um, I just
1: don't like Watching them all sing I don't think Plot should be sung And I get I get lucky Because my wife Detests musicals
0: (laughs) She hates musicals
1: Like I spent a lot Of my life uh, Like Hanging around with A group of people Who are famous For Liking musicals Yeah And I won't You know uh, elaborate on the stereotype. Although I don't think any of them are terribly offended by the the stereotype. Gay men. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, I mean, I but, was going to say. I mean, I, I so did I because I was a theater, you know.
1: Sure, and I was forced to give them a chance, and the end result was that I decided I I think movies and plays should be spoken. That's a very strong <laughs> a strong sentiment that I hold.
0: I um, love musical theater, but I think that it there's been a It's like there's there's the golden age of movie musicals, you know, the Music Man, Sound of Music, um, uh, West Side Story, obviously. Um, I I would even say, you know, Wizard of Oz is a musical. Um, You know, there are there are there's some really great uh, musicals, you know, Sound of Music being one of the best. Um, And Annie, there are some that haven't worked as well. I think that the last time, if I'm being honest, we probably had a great cinematic musical. It was probably Chicago.
1: I'm gonna. You can say whatever you like, but I think any of those could have been better as actual, like stage or play acting.
0: And I don't disagree with that. (laughs) yeah, you do. Well,
1: (laughs) take a stand.
0: No, I defend
1: the musical. Someone has to.
0: Music Man. I'll agree. I'll agree with you. With I think West Side Story actually is a as a movie, freaking great. I've seen that on stage too. The movie was excellent. I honestly think Sound of Music is a way better movie than it was play. Uh, And I think that much was fair. If you watched. the the NBC Live version with Carrie Underwood. Um, Because you miss so much from, like, having... I think that, you know, that one being in Austria, you miss a certain amount if you don't have the Abbey, you don't have the big greens, you don't have that, like, location aspect in the play that you can't really bring it all together. Uh, I think the same is probably true for, um, you know, The King and I. there There's certain ones where you really have the wonderfulness of having a full movie set that makes it fantastic and then there are other opportunities where you don't necessarily need that where it's really good rent is an example rent is far better you know as a play than as the movie um because of, of how the staging was done um
1: that I, that I will entirely agree with I'm not a big fan of going to theater plays either i think i've said that before yeah i
0: mean i i am and i haven't you know done in a while but i mean i think there are certain ones that work really well and certain that don't work as well i think chicago um as a a movie you know i think that that was really fantastic and and i've i've seen the show before too but but i thought the movie just really nailed it and i think that was the last time we've had a i mean to me it's telling that that's the last time a musical won best picture and, and I think it's because it was kind of like a, a high note, you know, even like Les Miserables, you know, it was nominated for a bunch and Anne and Hathaway obviously did a great job. Russell Crowe couldn't sing and it was really ambitious and it made a lot of money, but it didn't do anything. You know, Dream Girls, that was Jennifer Hudson's performance. Beyonce is not that great of an actress. She doesn't have to be. She's Beyonce. She's amazing at everything else. But it's in, in the Supreme story. You know what I mean? Like, it's not this this thing that's going to kind of do anything. And I felt like, you know, um, Mama Mia was actually surprisingly better than I thought it would be. Uh, I have to say the movie of that was surprisingly better than I thought it would be. Um, I I still can't believe that Meryl did that. She just wanted to do it because she's amazing. Um,
1: I don't understand how you function with all of these. Like just, you can just rattle anything off. (laughs) I mean, if you said musicals to me, name some, I, I would stutter for a while, even though I've seen dozens. Right. I don't know how you, how you exist in the world with that much information in your frontal lobe. I feel I like I either. would explode.
0: I was, I was, as I was talking and I was bringing this stuff up from like stream of consciousness, I was going, holy crap. This is really, <laughs> this is a lot, Christina. This is a whole lot.
1: So you know what the problem with theater plays is? What's that? It, people get so upset when you throw popcorn at the screen.
0: <laughs>
1: I feel like, I, I feel stigmatized just for not liking something that happens.
0: Right, right. Yeah. No, um, it, it's funny, though, because um, there, there's also in that trend that I kind of dislike, which is, you know, the musical or the, the, the stage play becomes the um, the movie becomes the stage play becomes the uh, becomes the movie again. So we had that with uh, or, or the reverse, even where you had the producers, which became um, the, uh, the the movie. Yeah, the producers, is the perfect example. So it became it was it started as a movie. Then it became a play. Then it became a movie. Um, and and uh, I feel uh, like you would
1: lose things in translation there
0: it was fine. I mean, like, I, I saw once, I saw um, um, Nathan Lane, Nathan Lane and Matthew uh. Butter, I saw them in, in the Producers. Um, it's a Mel Brooks, you know, story, it's really funny. I saw them on Broadway in it, and they were great, and then the, the their, uh movie of, of their broadway thing didn't work as well and certainly not as good as the original producers um hairspray was the one that really bothered me because i really liked the john waters movie a ton loved it then they made it into a musical which totally dumbed it down and then they made the musical into a movie which again kind of dumbed it down got rid of a lot a lot of the racist elements a lot Wait, of the gay the, what
1: was the movie after the musical
0: so was hairspray it, was it became uh, hairspray a
1: musical. redux or
0: no no it just was called hairspray
1: Right. Uh, so there were there are two Hairspray movies?
0: Yes, yeah, just like there are two producer movies. So it started as a movie, then it goes to a play, then it becomes a movie again.
1: I didn't realize that. I yeah. always thought the play came first, and then the first no. movie, and I didn't even know there was a second movie.
0: No, 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 no. It was a whole John Waters original thing. And You're then are blowing went to Broadway, my mind. And then it went to Broadway, and then the Broadway show was adapted into a movie, um, and Adam Shankman directed it. He's the guy who he, he was on So You Think You Can Dance. For a while, and he also did one of the step up films, I believe.
1: So, what's going on with Tay Diggs? I, this, I bring this up because he Hedwig, follows me on Twitter. Yeah, me too. And he Mark, follows everybody on Twitter. My, in my application. It's um, <laughs> so, bizarre. Right, and his follower his following count like went up by hundreds of thousands over the last week, I guess. And uh, and this is since he took over the lead of the Hedwig and the Angry Inch on Broadway. Yeah. And I feel like either he got hacked or he hired a really incompetent, like, social media manager.
0: Well, he talked about, somebody asked him about this on a TV show. They were like, why do you follow everybody? He was like, I don't know. When I wanted to, when I joined Twitter, everybody was like, follow everyone. So I just said, I'll follow everybody. <laughs> like, apparently he does it himself. It's bizarre that he literally follows everyone in the entire world. Melissa Joan Hart is like that, too. I think it's her social media manager. She literally follows anybody who's, um, I think, verified. She started following me like a year and a half ago, and little by little, every tech journalist, I, I see their tweets every so often, they're like, oh my god, Clarissa Explains It All is following me, and I'm like, yeah, join the club. Right, it's but really this bizarre. goes
1: beyond that, because, no, because to follow MarkedApp, app, uh, you know, the yes, MarkedApp account, which rarely, if ever, tweets, and should be off of the radar of anyone who's not really... Like I in know the like, I said, or a customer? like I said
0: I have no idea I mean I think that probably goes th- who even knows it's bizarre it's like maybe he starts following you and then he sees in your profile oh these are the other accounts I oh, will follow this too like I don't even he know he follows man. Dr. Drang yeah I mean he follows so everybody. props for that but... yeah seriously who doesn't want to follow Dr. Drang Doctor <laughs> Drang is amazing um <laughs> I, I am think sad the two, that two he of you should Dino start a little... podcast you, see, oh you and Dr. God. Drang that would be amazing you I would, would drive like, each
1: other nuts
0: I love him so much though. Like I love his blog more than oh, I know. In the entire world. But we yeah. would probably drive each other nuts. I'm very sad that he and Adina Menzel divorced.
1: Dr. Drang was married to Adina Menzel.
0: No. Tay Diggs. Does he was. know that? Tay Diggs was. <laughs>
1: okay. I haven't I haven't really heard Tay Diggs name since like the early nineties when he was like the heartthrob. He's and so hot. And then odd. there was silence and then in my world, suddenly, Hedwig. He's like,
0: yeah, Hedwig. Well, I mean, you know, he was, uh, he, was, he was part of the original cast of Rent. That's how he and Adina met.
1: Yeah, okay. That sounds vaguely familiar. I saw the original cast of Rent. I was on the bus for six minutes, I think. They, we, I think it was in Boston or Chicago. I don't remember. I went to see Rent. This was from a very foggy period in my life. (laughs) And somehow I ended up on the bus and then was almost immediately escorted off the bus. But then I could say that, hey, I was on the Rent bus.
0: That's pretty awesome. The tour
1: bus. Hmm. That's a he good was story, on, right? yeah, yeah, that's a
0: great story, actually. <laughs> I mean, especially considering, like, I mean, like, and it's kind of perfect, like, if you were saying it's a hazy period. Well, you know, what was, what was the movie he was in? Um, he was in Go. He was the black guy in Go. Um, I hate to be like that, but he was, you know, he was, he was like, uh, you know, the friends who go to Vegas and have the yeah. wild night. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in How Stella Got Her Groove Back. And, um...
1: I think Go got overshadowed by Singles. Wasn't that around the same time?
0: No, no. Singles was way early. No, Go huh. was like the the the, the rave movie. You know, I remember which,
1: seeing it. There was an. When did Coffee and Cigarettes come out?
0: Uh, about the same time. Okay, I think those were them. the
1: two that I kind of... They just kind of muddled in my brain for some. Yeah, reason. Go
0: was the, Go was the way better one of that one.
1: I don't know. I like Coffee and Cigarettes.
0: No, Go is significantly better. It was um, what's his face? Um, the guy that directed um um doug lyman directed it john august our friend john august wrote the screenplay but but D- doug lyman directed it doug lyman who also did um uh swingers
1: okay but did it have a um a uh, a cameo from Tom Waits
0: no but it does have See, i feel like um, that's a big mark. But it does have but it does have gene Krakowski um in it in 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 a funny role as like an amway it it's a funny movie anyway it has great music but it was yeah
1: Okay, I, I will have to go back and, and go is really really good. That's it's weird that that kind of got obscured in my memory. Katie will, Holmes yeah.
0: was in it, and it was like one of her first movie roles, like post like it was during Dawson's Creek. But Sarah Polly was in it; it was really good. Scott um, Wolf, J. Um, Moore, um, Breckenmeyer, um, Tay Diggs, oh, uh, Timothy Timothy Oliphant, who I love.
1: I like, yeah didn't who did who was in Hitman. That horrible, horrible movie that they started giving away for free on iTunes.
0: It oh, was an Oliphant. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It wasn't the same guy, was it?
0: I don't, I, I don't think so.
1: Oliphant I'm... always makes me think of Psychophant. Just the words. Yeah. Like, no, I, have I... A, I have a weird um, dictionary brain that uh, permutates syllables. Anyway. Where are we?
0: I don't even know. Yeah, no, no that, no, that was Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, you're right. That was okay. him. He shaded us up, but I love him. Because he's, he's on Justified and he was on uh, Deadwood, obviously.
1: How did Hitman get multiple sequels made of it? I don't understand that.
0: Well, it was a video game.
1: Yeah, but it was a movie first, wasn't it?
0: No, 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 no. Really? No, no, no. no it was a video game first.
1: Oh, that explains a lot. So, okay, so anyway, I'm, I'm jumping tracks because there's something that's been bugging me all week. Okay. Um, I have two games on my iPhone that I really enjoy playing. They're they're puzzle games. They're just frustrating enough to make me just keep playing again and again and again. What Uh, are the games? uh, One of them is 1010.
0: Okay, why don't you play Threes? Uh,
1: Okay, so Threes I got bored with, actually. Uh, Threes was uh, supplanted by actually one of the other games in this discussion, uh, which is 2048 for me.
0: Okay, so 2048, okay, right, right, right. right.
1: 2048 is the faster than Threes. I guess. It, well, it's, I mean, anything, you know, that's kind of Sudoku looking could be,
0: no, this said was to a flat derivative out. No, no, threes, no, this but... was, no no, this was a flat out uh, knockoff. If you recall correctly, it was born from like a Hacker News thread where the guy was like, oh, I'm going to make an yeah. open source remake of 3s." It's like it's like, "Fuck you, asshole." Like and then, and then, and then they ported it to everything and then like, "I'm going to charge money for it." It's like you stole the idea from people who like made a really great game and you just freaking stole it. Like to me, even though it's faster and it's a good game, I can't support it because they're fucking thieves. That's you, fine.
1: You're, you're entitled to your
0: they're thieves. Um, you hear me? Twenty forty eight assholes. You're thieves.
1: I, I actually really enjoy the game, but there's a problem, and that okay. is that. And there then
0: ten ten is... is uh okay because I was got that confused. What is ten ten?
1: Ten ten. It's like Tetris, but without anything falling. It's like you it you drop T-E-N-T-E-N? you drop pieces you drop pieces into a grid, and you try to make them disappear before you run out of space to play more pieces. And it's it's simple, and at first it seems haphazard, and like you can't possibly win it. And then you start to see a little bit of pattern, and then you start obsessing over how do how do I you know beat the pattern. And that's the kind of game that draws me in. And it, overall, it's very simple, extremely simple. Uh, Can not oh, I'm imagine this it took now. long this looks to code, really fun. but they both use ad revenue models, right? And no option to buy. They no, make, you, and, no,
0: you, no, you can buy to remove ads on 1010. I'm looking at it right now from Graham Games. 199 Remove ads.
1: Okay, my mistake. My mistake. That's good to know. I just clicked the weird button on the front page that doesn't look anything like a purchase button and you're right. I could remove ads, but...
0: But the, this gets the, to your point.
1: The issue is not necessarily that there are ads. It's that they use these third-party ad providers Right. that... Apparently Terrible. pay them for views and yes. accidental clicks, which iAds itself does not. If you if you tap an iAd ad and it takes you to the app store and you immediately return, it registers that as an accidental click and then penalizes, not necessarily penalizes, but lowers the rate for that ad spot. But these third-party ads seem to rely entirely on accidental clicks. Because the interstitial ones, they'll wait until, like, the, re- the restart button. You lose a game, and you immediately want to replay on a, game, on a game like this, these puzzle games. So you reach for the replay button, but right before your finger would get there, it would pop up an interstitial, something that takes over the entire screen. And if you tap anywhere except the tiny little X in the top... You have to wait. It'll jump, dump you to Safari, which redirects to the app store. And even in iOS 9, which gives you the cool back button when you leave an app, right. that gets defeated by the redirect. So then I have to double-click, flip back over to the game, and go back. And it's extremely annoying. And I feel like... They, I think these ad models should be banned. Because they encourage... They'll put banners...
0: No, wait, wait, this says you can remove ads from from 2048 for 99 cents. Where?
1: Where?
0: I'm just looking at their page right now, and it says it shows in the, the, the top screen, says Classic Mode Time Trial, How to Play, Remove Ads, About 2048. It looks like it's on the very front screen.
1: I do not have that option. I don't. Like, I'm looking at, oh, oh, my God, there are 20 There. One two three four five six seven eight nine ten. There are twelve pages. If you go into the settings, you can go through twelve screens, and on the eleventh screen, you can remove ads.
0: Okay. Now, what what it, it, the one that you have? Just to be clear, because I don't know if there are multiple twenty forty eights. Is is the one like when you open it up, it says G- Gabrielle Cerule on it, right?
1: I don't see Gabrielle anything. I see a list of high scores, and yeah, that is the one. Except mine doesn't have that signature at the bottom. Huh. Do I have a knockoff?
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah, mine does not have that screen. So, I have someone else's version.
0: Okay, so now I'm seeing another one. Remove ads, it's $1.99. And the one that I see from 2048 is from Ketchup. Ketchup.
1: I, there is no branding on this version that I'm playing. I don't see anything. There's not even an about. Oh, here's a rate button. That'll take me to the app store. Yes, this one is from Ketchup.
0: Okay, so the Ketchup one, they do have a remove ad thing, but it's apparently it's, it's $1.99.
1: Which I would pay. If I had known it was there, I would pay, but they kind of, well, very much hid it. I don't know if intentionally so or just really through accidental bad design, but...
0: So it's really interesting that the iOS, that they basically... This is a really interesting thing. There are two apps called 2048 that have almost identical... Um, everything. Like, it, everything. One of them, the, the, the one that's, that's 99 cents to remove this stuff actually looks a little bit prettier, I have to say. Um, yes, I agree. And I really, wonder if it has
1: better sound, too, because the sound design is horrible in the one I play. I have to mute it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think because this was open-sourced, there's just, wow, that's kind of a problem. I should build my
1: own version of it.
0: You should. should My own
1: ad-free, good sound, tweak it a little bit. Yeah, okay, deal, done. But I want to know where these third, okay, so one of these apps has been popping up the exact same ad for a week now. And it's this one that shows a picture of Justin Bieber and some other apparently popular male pop star or actor or something. And it asks you, which one would you choose? And I always you know, want to cancel because I, I don't have a preference. Um, but it makes it, it's basically designed to trick me into clicking it. It always pops up or else it runs in a banner underneath vital controls for the app so that just barely missing a refresh button is going to trigger it. I feel like that should be, if nothing else, customers should revolt against that kind of layout, you should get ad clicks because you advertise good things. You should get ad clicks for showing good ads, not for tricking people into clicking absolutely worthless ads for apps that only are going to show you more worthless ads. I agree. Yeah, so that's my gripe more than anything. I am extremely ecstatic to know that I can pay to remove these ads because I've always thought if they would give me an option, I would pay them $5 right now just to never look at this picture of Justin Bieber again.
0: Right. No, totally. Well, what annoys me, so I play some puzzle games. Like right now I'm playing, um, what is it called? Juicy Jam, and I play Cookie um, Crush. And, uh, Do you have a lot of kitchen-based games? I used to. I, I haven't played a lot of those recently. These are puzzle games. that kind of like Candy Crush. So I play Cookie Jam and Juicy Jam. And juice jam, juice jam, and cookie jam, and uh, they're both fine in terms of the in-app purchase thing. But there's this new match three game from Zynga called uh, Farmville Harvest Quest. It starts with
1: Farmville, so I'm turned off pretty quickly. uh,
0: Yeah, but I tried it, and then I got addicted, and then I beat all the levels, and had to wait for it to update. Anyway, um, if you want to do the in-app purchase thing on almost all of them, it it goes like from highest to low, from lowest to highest. So you start at the lowest amount that goes the highest. No, not on this game. Zynga decided, in their infinite wisdom, to change the order and put the most expensive on top and the least expensive on the bottom. Well, what this does, if you have muscle memory from you know buying these in-app purchase things, is that you'll accidentally tap the wrong one, and if you're not careful, you could spend forty-nine ninety-nine instead of four ninety-nine.
1: If they were smart, they would randomly shuffle it every time you open the page.
0: Yeah, they've done that a couple <laughs> of times, or uh, they used to. But that's just that's just freaking annoying because then well, it like,
1: would be y- evil.
0: It would be. I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, they are evil, clearly, but like... But I'm with you. I think that all these sorts of things make it easy for us to buy, you know, your ads. Don't bury it under 20 levels of menus. And don't freaking, like... Don't AMO trick tri- your users. Don't trick That's your users. That's really what it is. And and that comes to the same thing with, when it comes to pricing tables. Don't trick your users. Don't, like, like I'm going to give you money, but don't make me go to exactly. Apple and be like...
1: You're on that page because you were going to give them money, I, exactly. and I'm they, they give steal money. it don't from you.
0: Don't you dare, because I will go to Apple, and I will get my money back. And then yeah. if, you, and if you do too much, I will write a nasty article about you. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> and in your case, that has an impact, so...
0: Right, right.
1: No, my absolute favorite games never have ads to begin with.
0: Yeah, I, I really like it when I can just buy the game outright.
1: Yeah, and I'm willing to pay, you know, above average pricing for, I mean, games like Alto. Yeah. I would pay twice as much for Alto's Adventure as I did, and I would enjoy it just as much.
0: So there's this really fun game that I like called Alpha Omega, and actually how its in-app purchase works is really smart, because you can totally enjoy the game without it. And in fact, it's better if you, if you don't use it. But it's a reverse crossword puzzle game, where you get um, a clue that um, is missing letters and you have to kind of fill in the letters and then you can only move one, like you can only flip letter, you you can um, flip letters like like where where there's space, but you can only um, move them once. So once you've flipped the position of two letters, you can't move it again. And you're basically filling in the crossword clues. So it's kind of got two components. One is figuring out what the clue is and then the other is figuring out what the answers are um, for each. Um, section and it's a fun game Um, i've gotten pretty far in it and you can buy it and it's relatively inexpensive in-app purchases you can buy clues where it'll give you like a correct letter like in in place of one thing um but that's the only in-app purchase aspect and you you still you have to pay for the game but i really like it it's called alpha omega i really like it
1: i will have to check that i'm always looking for uh, i guess i call them like bathroom games yeah uh, so pick up, pick up, easy, easy to pick up, easy to set down. Uh, don't require too much, like, the kind you can play when you're watching a TV series simply because you, you're bored, so you're multitasking. That's what most of my favorite games end up being. Things I can kind of tune in half to.
0: That's exactly my thing. Yeah. I, my I wife and wanna... I have
1: just accepted that with certain shows we will just play games and watch while the show. The shows. That's, that's and have I Facebook have conversations with yep. each other.
0: Oh yeah. In yeah, the yeah, living yeah, yeah. room. Yeah, no, I mean that that's certainly one of the things I do where I've become so A D D with watching T V or even Netflix or something. Like I'm like watching like on my iPad while playing on my phone yeah. simultaneously.
1: And I'm okay with that.
0: I am too. I am too. When I go to the movies nothing you know what I mean like that's like my quiet time
1: right yeah because that requires focus plus the light from devices really pisses off people behind you right and that's
0: just rude I'm not gonna do that pisses
1: me off too (laughs) I've, I've thrown plenty of popcorn at the girl in the front row who's texting while watching a movie
0: yeah, I mean those people I should, deserve it, to be not
1: always a girl. Usually I'm sorry. I, it's a girl, I was
0: gonna but... make a really I was gonna make a funny comment. I was gonna say, Oh, those people deserve to be shot, and then I remember that some jackass actually did shoot someone over that last year, which was pretty terrible. So that's actually not true. You don't deserve to be shot, but you do deserve to be publicly flogged. How's that? Yes,
1: or or covered in popcorn. Yeah. Buttered and popcorned.
0: Buttered instead and Instead of tarred and feathered. Buttered and popcorned. Yes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, again, where are we? Oh yeah, we were talking about iPhone, but What's uh I've I've watched a whole lot of bad TV this week. There was some good TV.
0: What 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 did you see?
1: The good or the bad? I watched the entire series of Sirens yesterday. (laughs) Um I also watched um well, I shouldn't say Sirens wasn't bad. It was it was good, uh partial concentration TV. But I also watched this show I had never heard of called um reaper have you heard of this
0: uh yeah i have
1: i watched it because it has a certain actress that i'm extremely fond of and it wasn't an amazing show for the first half but it got really good towards the second it's like the middle of the first season i think there's only been one season but it's like 18 episodes but it i don't know i was surprised that i watched it in my free time for like three days straight and finished a whole season it makes it sound like I have a lot of free time, but this whole ADHD med thing has made me watch a lot of TV. Um, but, yeah, uh, the only really interesting thing I've seen all week was the finale of the Wayward Pines series. Did you see it? You nerd, you haven't watched any of that, have you? No, I haven't.
0: I, no, I haven't at all.
1: I won't ruin it entirely for you, but I will say that the dystopian ending was no surprise, but really, oh, uh, man, you've... You feel horrible when that sh- when that finale ends. You f- you feel like everything in your life must have been a waste, <laughs> <laughs> which I like. I like that they went there. I like that they left uh, just a crushing ending on it. It was uh, heavy. I w- go go see it so we can talk about it. Okay. Well, there was something else. I was gonna. What was I supposed to watch last week? Did I watch it? There was something you told me I should see so we could talk about it, and now I've totally forgotten if I did or not.
0: And now I don't even remember what we were talking about, so I have no idea. We
1: have continuity issues.
0: We do, actually. It's a problem.
1: I should take better notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, you know what I'm looking forward to coming out? Um, it'll be available when we talk next, is uh, What Hot American Summer, First Day of Camp, the Netflix series.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, I... <laughs> no, we shouldn't have David Wayne on this show.
0: No, no, we shouldn't. But it would be we interesting to
1: get his take on it if I if I brought him on Systematic again.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Or we could have like a a one off, like a different show that's not called Overtired
1: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> with speaking with the, the voices behind uh, Wet, Wet Hot American Summer.
0: Yeah, I because I, I love that like an actor's
1: studio kind of thing.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: I love David Wayne. I just got I love say David that. Wayne
0: too. I love David Wayne and, and uh it's funny because I have problems with the original Wet Hot American Summer. It's not a perfect movie. It's it's a really funny parody and, and it's and I love it. Um but if I think about it too much, it's like the movie Empire Records, I, I see all the flaws. Um there are you know, parts of the pace. I mean it, it it's clear it was done on a very low budget and and I understand why it, it was a cult film and didn't take off with the mainstream audience. I totally understand those things. But that said, I'm so excited about the series. And uh, I have not had a chance to watch any of the early episodes, although our deputy entertainment editor, she apparently got the first five or six episodes from Netflix. And she was supposed to share the screeners with me, but she didn't because that sucks of her. Um, I still like you, Hillary. It's okay. Um but I'm looking forward to seeing that when it premieres on the 30th. So in a couple of days.
1: The 30th. I, I will I will watch that. We will talk about it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, because I'm excited about that. And because they brought everybody back. And then it's going to be nice. so funny that it's like 15 years later. And it's supposed to be like, you know, from t- like 20 years earlier. So they, like, the first time they were 10 years too old to play all their parts. And now <laughs> it's like they're like 25 years too old to play all their parts. It's oh, really funny. Oh, that's going to be
1: funny. I, uh, did you ever see... Uh, camp lakota yes i love those girls and yes like youtube stars come actresses who went on to actually have careers
0: yeah no and um i mean jenna marbles is like on fire
1: yeah smart too um did you see john john stewart's movie rosewater did you see it i did not it finally showed up on iTunes. And I'd been waiting because there was no way it was coming to anything near me where I could go see it. And so I watched it uh, today, actually. And I I would just like to say, well done, John Stewart, that it does not... I was worried that if he made a bad movie, even if it was a good story, if he made a bad movie, it would tarnish his otherwise amazing legacy. He did not make a bad movie. He made a really good movie. And it's... uh. I don't know. It's it's almost documentary in in nature, but well acted and well dramatized. And it, yeah, I I would recommend anyone who hasn't seen it yet should, because anyone who watches the Daily Show knows most of the story about the Iranian reporter writer mm-hmm. uh, who or journalist we'll say um, uh, who who was taken prisoner and held by the Iranian government and. And kind of the trials and tribulations he went through and a look into Iran's policies during the Arab Spring and everything. And it was it's short. It's it's uh, fun to watch. And I recommend it just for a uh, knowledge you'll learn. You'll learn.
0: Well, I'm definitely going to check that out then because that, that I mean, I love him anyway. And, and to hear you say all those things, and it sounds like, like it's an important topic, too. So that's really important. So that's cool.
1: And that's that's what I appreciate about it is Jon Stewart wouldn't he wouldn't make a comedy. He wouldn't make, uh, you know, some kind of like uh, purple dinosaur movie at this point in his career. No, not that he made that movie, but, you know, he's associated with it. Right, uh, death to what death was to Smokey yeah. with, with
0: Edward Norton and, and yeah. Roger Williams. R.I.P. Good cast, um, bad good movie. Good cast, but... terrible movie. Oh my god, so bad, so bad.
1: But he did something very dignified and amazing.
0: That's great. That's great. He's he's he pulled a Clooney.
1: What was oh. Clooney's digni- dignified?
0: When he did Good Night and Good Luck.
1: Ah, yes, yes. Okay, he did then.
0: Um. So Key and Peele is ending
1: like uh, after a next season or it's over?
0: Yeah. Like they said that basically after its current season, they are, they have put, so like in like August,
1: uh,
0: they have decided that they're not going to go forward.
1: What are they going to, they better do something awesome next though.
0: Yeah. They've already, they're already working on like a police Academy reboot. And apparently there's another show that they're going to work on and they have some other projects, but they feel like after five seasons, this is what I key told, uh, um, um uh, Keegan, Michael key told the rap. He said, This is our final season, and it's not because of Comedy Central. It's us. Um, It said, who earlier this month was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series Emmy for his role in the series. It was just time for us to explore other things together and apart. I compare it to Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. We might make a movie and then do our own thing for three years and then come back and do another movie. So, I mean.
1: yeah, I'm still waiting for Outcast to get back together, but
0: seriously seriously I, <laughs> well they like they were on stage together in atlanta last year for like a I I guess like the the 10-year stankonia thing or whatnot and that the, apparently they like did not look at each other or talk to each other and then they yeah, got the I stage, sense they a lot great. of bad
1: blood between yeah and i know be,
0: and i know and it's a shame because i'm like from atlanta i'm like those are my boys right like they're i mean they're they're like east atlanta they're like bad atlanta well but, see, like but they're I, i'm good. gonna
1: say this and and it, it, it comes from a place of relative ignorance, because I didn't follow them until later in their career, but seems to me like Andre is Paul Simon, and Big Boy uh, is Garfunkel.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of fair, although it's weird, because I kind of like Big Boy's CD in a lot of ways better on, you know... Um, the The speaker box, below, you know, they each did one of yeah. those. Like, like it was it was Andres that had all the hits, but I kind of like Big Boys.
1: But did you album hear better. what he did after the the split?
0: Well, I mean, they both did Outer Wild or whatever, which was just terrible.
1: Yeah. Well, and everything that I've heard him do solo has been uh, mediocre to me. But then Andres' acting career, he's amazing.
0: Yeah, he is. He's well, he's just freaking talented. He is. Andre anyway, two thousand is just freaking talented. I
1: won't dig myself any deeper in on that one. But I am very disappointed here about Key and Peele & Peel because... That and Amy Schumer, Inside Amy Schumer, were, yeah, so to me, the funniest sketch comedy I on TV.
0: I agree. But you know what I do kind of respect about Key and Peele? So they've done the show for five seasons. They've made names for themselves. Like, you know, we knew them as like, oh, they're the, the, the two guys from Mad TV when no one watched Mad TV. Right. And really kind of made names for themselves. They're going out on their own terms. Yeah, they're, they're and I Mar- totally respect I that. I totally respect that. They're pulling a Mary Tyler Moore. They're pulling a Ricky Gervais. They're like leaving at the top.
1: Yeah, and I, I not only respect that, I very much appreciate it. I hate seeing heroes, yep, you know, run themselves ragged and end up, you know, just tarnishing their entire archive. Yep. So yeah, I, I appreciate it. If they feel like it's time, I trust them on that.
0: And look, if they're gonna do a police academy reboot, it's gonna be awesome.
1: It has the potential to be awesome. Reboots in general have a steep hill to climb. Yes,
0: they do. But I have to say, <laughs> with, uh, with the new Ghostbusters and with this, I'm like looking forward. It's like we almost like, have like, the right... It's like we finally have funny people again.
1: Yeah. If we can I... just
0: get rid of freaking Adam Sandler.
1: I think the cobbler kind of finished him, didn't it?
0: No, because he's got that Pixels movie that's in theaters now that everybody's panned. That will terrible. finish him, too. Well, no, and then he's got like a five-picture deal with Netflix. Like I don't even know. Really? Yep.
1: This isn't happening. Yeah. It no is. one cares anymore.
0: Uh, no,
1: he, he's 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 he has uh, made himself irrelevant, in my opinion.
0: I don't disagree, but he's just he's you know what he's doing. He's doing what Ben Stiller sort of did, but then Ben Stiller kind of came back a little bit ben because Ben Stiller
1: like, did redeem himself, especially yes. with that. Um,
0: Tropic Thunder, man.
1: Well, yes, but there was one that was semi-serious.
0: Um, uh, Blossom, remedy. Yes. Yeah, with Kristen Wiig, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too. Also, what's going to be good is um, uh, I'm really looking forward to Zoolander too. I won't lie.
1: I am too. I I, I thought that movie was great.
0: The the, the best, first one. Yeah, me too. And what's really funny was that so at CinemaCon, um, they didn't show a preview of it, but basically, um, uh, Ben Stiller and um, um, Owen Wilson did in character like a, a, a thing like a little trailer where they just like talked to the the, the audience and they were completely making fun of everybody who was in the Cinemacon audience, all the distributors and whatnot, like it was so funny and so like on point and it was one of those things that you knew would go over the heads of most of the exhibitors and <laughs> in the ones that would get it would probably be pissed off. But all the press people who were there, we were literally cracking up and we were like I think it was part of Paramount's presentation. And we were like, okay, Paramount, this is like the best part of your presentation. This was far and <laughs> away like the funniest thing ever. Was just seeing them be hilarious.
1: So the difference between Sandler and Stiller though is summed up, uh, career-wise, is summed yeah. up by Punch Drunk Love yep. and Permanent Midnight. Yeah. And, and the difference between those two movies, a lot of people can be funny, and a lot of funny people can do drama, but not many of them. Right. And when Sandler did Punch Drunk Love, to me, it kind of epitomized the fact that he's good at Goofy, but not much else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that was an okay film. I think that, you know, I like. P.T. Anderson a lot and um, but yeah but permanent Midnight, definitely I mean look I think Ben Siller's a better actor but he started as an actor before he was you know he was a director like you know like he he directed Reality Bites
1: and well and, and to be fair his comedy is. Funny partly because it's so awkward.
0: Yes. It's I mean, not
1: his natural state. No,
0: it's not. I mean he does some slapstick stuff yeah. and, you know, me the parents being the perfect example. But it took <laughs> him a while to get which is such a funny movie. It but is. it took him a while to get to that point, you know, where like ben, where like, you know, Ben Stiller, he had the Ben Stiller show and he had like his sketch show, but he's you're right, he's always been that awkward thing. Whereas Sandler's always had the impressions and the stand up and the other stuff. Like Well, he's just, always
1: felt like he grew up being the class clown.
0: Totally. Whereas, you know, Ben Stiller had, you know, like you know Ann Mara and 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 you know Jerry Stiller as his parents. Like he was like, you know, a child of like comedy legends. And don't get you know, me wrong, Sandler
1: had his day. Oh, Sandler he did. was hilarious.
0: He was so funny, but he's just gone too far. It's like stop.
1: Yep, yep. He needed to quit while he was on top.
0: He needed to stop at grown ups. There never needed to be grown ups too. Like, there's just been too many things of his, probably even before Garnet's Senior. Dude, was The stopped. Wedding like, Singer.
1: I, I still quote The Wedding Singer.
0: Oh, yeah, which is funny, because that, <laughs> that star is Stiller's wife.
1: Yes. Yes, it does. It was, uh, yeah. They're only cones. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. I Just thinking about that movie makes me laugh, because no, it was totally. really funny. Well, well even Happy Madison,
0: or, 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 you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, um, um, uh, not Happy Madison, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. So, good movies. <laughs>
1: We could just combine those two, though.
0: Yeah, Happy we could Madison. make it a production company. There you- oh, wait.
1: <laughs> That's why it sounded so familiar. Okay.
0: Right.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: <sighs>
1: well, that that was a really fast hour.
0: It really was, but it was good. It was a good hour. It was, it was classic Brett and Christina. You know, did you notice that everybody in the comments, like, on the podcast, they were like, great episode. Like, it felt like old yes. times. Yes, yes. That felt uh, really great we, to me.
1: We we deviated for a while there.
0: We did. We had some rough patches, but you know what? I feel like we're back in the groove.
1: We are back, baby.
0: We're back.
1: I'm I'm happy to be here. I am, too. All right. Well, I don't want to get any sleep this week because I feel like I've slept for two weeks now. <laughs>
0: right. I was going to say, hope the Sotero works. Or, Even go, though it back doesn't, or go back and get more speed. Yeah, no, I was gonna say go to the college. <laughs> then Venmo some kids some money and like get some uppers and then it'd be cool. It'd
1: be funny if someone legitimately ADHD was buying his Ritalin on the well, black market. Look, because
0: sometimes it's sometimes you have to do that stuff because you've gotta find a doctor to write you the script and then you've got to find the pharmacy that has it in stock and it's this whole convoluted thing, and so sometimes it is easier to buy it which is stupid, but yeah.
1: That sucks. Anyway. It does suck. Anyway. I don't know if you need sleep or not, but you should get some.
0: Uh yeah, I don't need any right now, but I'll try to get some at an early hour tonight.
1: We'll sleep eight hours a night and be healthy.
0: Oh my god. We it might definitely... have to change
1: the name of this oh podcast. God, I was gonna say, we're
0: gonna have to change the name of the show. It's <laughs> the now just Well Rested. <laughs> well rested. Movies and conversations movies and stuff And a little bit of track.
1: <laughs> Alright. Well, have All a right. good week.
0: Thanks, you too Brett's. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. The system is going down low.